the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Here to preach the good news, heal the brokenhearted, set captives free, and bring restoration to our community, this is Isaiah 61. From Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, here's Pastor Solomon. Hello and welcome back to Isaiah 61. Isaiah 61 uh, hinges on the scripture, Isaiah 61, that says that the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach good news um, to all and bring glad tidings to declare and make known the acceptable year of the Lord. And in those days that there will be restoration, there will be rebuilding of desolate areas, of desolate places, and God would be glorified. Now, you have a mandate. I have a mandate that as the Spirit of God is upon us, that our mandate is to preach the good news, bring God's kingdom here on earth, enforce God's will on this planet earth. And so any dreams that have been lost, any relationships that have been broken, anything that the enemy has stolen or that seemingly has gotten out of our hands, we can reclaim and come into God's best for our lives. My name is Pastor Solomon Aquaka and uh, Spirit of the Lord Church is a proud sponsor of Isaiah 61. We're located at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis, Minnesota 55411. Catch us Sundays at 10.30 a.m. for our services and also uh, we have prayer times on Mondays and Thursdays. We have it dubbed Doxa Prayer Hour, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. And then Tuesdays, our Bible study starts at 6 p.m. to 8, 8 p.m. And also prayer service. Our general prayer time is Fridays, 6 p.m. Um, you're welcome to join us in any of those services and be blessed. Now, we started uh, talking about excellence, um, the the topic or the theme excellence. And excellence is a reflection of who God is. God is um, impeccable. God is, you know, immaculate. There is no speck, no flaw with God. And so everywhere in creation, around creation, everything that he's created, um, around us reflects his glory, reflects his majestic nature. And so uh, the attributes of God. So one of the things that um, defines identity is a name. So the name of God is immaculate. It's excellent. There is no flaw. There are no character defects with his name. And he has exalted his word above his name. So his name um, is is the, what defines his character. 
and his word is what sets the precedence for character. So, which means that um, character is a function of your word. That means if you cannot keep your word, um, then there are some character flaws there. Um, now, God keeps his word. That's why he says that he watches over his word to perform. Why? Because his word is his bond. His word is that which he relies on to let us know that uh, he is faithful. And we, in turn, receive his faithfulness and, and, and know for a fact that he is truly who he says he is. And so that's, that's exciting to know that God has given us the attributes that he has and he expects us through the redemption of Jesus Christ to walk in that light, to walk in that sphere, that space and, and become like him. So it's, it's really a practical thing. And um, I know you may have some questions or you may ask, well, but I err. I make mistakes every day. I, I say what I shouldn't say. I, I think thoughts, allow thoughts in my mind and, and incubate those thoughts um, beyond what I should. And you're wondering, um, you know, how does that work? Does God still see me the way that you know um i'm you know i I see myself, and the answer is no, God sees you as a finished product, and so as he works on as he works on you to get to the finished product, he's not going to um buck and say no, I'll bulk and say, you know what um I'm tired with you I'm not seeing what I need to see. He keeps chipping away. And seeing the progress, and sometimes when you're in the frame, you can see how um, how much improvement has has been done. But when you look from the outside, you compare um, then and now, you would notice that well, there's a significant change or this significant growth. Now there are benchmarks, okay, in that process, which the Word of God provides those benchmarks and. And as believers, we got to have those benchmarks in place. We got to have people around us that would mentor us, that would challenge us, that would speak into our lives, that that will correct us, that will rebuke us, and that would train us, challenge us, stretch us. And the absence of people that would keep you accountable will lead to a life that you, you it will be spent out quickly it will be spent more rapidly than uh, than God intended for you to that's why it's good to have around you people that are mature people that uh, will, will speak truth to you and people that will guide you but also love you love you love you that's that's very critical people who love you okay so we are going to continue on this um, journey discovering God's excellence and why he puts so much emphasis on who he is and 
and why we need to be excellent. Now, I want to go to this text, Psalm 19. Um, if you have your, your Bibles, go to Psalm 19, verse 1. And it's a popular scripture that says that the heavens are telling of the glory of God. The expanse of the heavens is declaring the work of his hands. Day after day pours forth speech. Night after night reveals knowledge. There is no speech, nor are there spoken words from the stars. Their voice is not heard. That's from the Amplified Version. Right. So verse 1 to 3 of Psalm 19 talks about the impact and also the reflection of God's glory being portrayed by the heavens. So the heavens is all encompassing. That means that anything that is above the earth, right? And there are multiple heavens. So anything in the heavens, God designed to be reflective of his glory. And one thing that you'll notice is that the sun, the moon, the stars, seasons are consistent. Uh, they don't change. So one way we can be reflective of God's excellence and God's personality, persona, is to be consistent. Consistent. God didn't say, well, um, you can be hot today. You can be, you know, worshiping me, serving me with your gifts, and tomorrow you, you take a break. Well, I'm taking a break because, you know, something, someone did this to me, someone did that to me, and I'm not happy. Um, someone did this to me, someone did, you know, and it's it's the narrative in Christendom, in a lot of ministries, a lot of churches. People take a break, people walk away. Um, I hope you don't walk away from God. I hope you don't walk away from God. But if there are imperfect people being made perfect by God, then we have a duty to reflect God's true nature in the midst of our imperfection, in the midst of our our portrayal of God and our desire to become like God and, and us getting better and us moving an inching closer to God's uh, perfection, we have to ensure that we're consistent. We're consistent. We do what God said, not what we want, not how we feel. Well, but pastor, I, 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 this is, this is something I've, I have a strong opinion about. Well, is the opinion linked to heaven? Is, would heaven approve that opinion? Or is it something that you've, your, your pining is based off of prior experiences and encounters that have nothing to do with the word of God or that when you mark or judge against the word of God, you would notice that the scriptures say otherwise. So I would rather be on the right side of scripture, agree with scripture, than to do what I want to do and 
walk out of context in God's eternal plan for my life. So it's possible that we believers are being used by God and God is moving, God is manifesting, but we're walking outside of God's will for our lives and 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 not in compliance with God's word. And you know, it's only a matter of time that that is exposed. Now the heavens are telling. They reflect the glory of God. And the Bible says that that the whole earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of God as the waters cover the sea. The waters cover the sea. The waters have one function. And they perform that. God ensures that the waters are kept at bay. So whenever there is intrusion of water on the land, it's an an abnormality. It's something that is, is not normal. Well, it can be expected, but not normal, right? And and those are those are all caused by, you know, the interaction of of the heavenly bodies. So the heavenly bodies, and and, and the heavens and the ocean do play a critical role also in our lives. But in, in all in all, when they are not when they are acting in compliance and in line with God's will. In God's plan and God's purpose, they are reflecting the glory of God. Now, I want to take us to another scripture that uh, would help us uh, tailor how we as believers can reflect God's glory and and be like God. Jesus demonstrated that on this earth. Many times. See, that was his lifestyle. He did that. He, he, he really exemplified this attribute. And so I, as we, as we go, I want you to prepare to, to be challenged. I want you to prepare to allow God to infiltrate your understanding and say that God this is your will for my life and I'm going to walk in it. I'm, I'm going to endeavor to be as the word says. So before we take a break, Philippians chapter 4. Let's read from verse 4. Now it says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your gentle spirit your graciousness, unselfishness, mercy, and tolerance, and patience be known to all people. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious or worried about anything, but in everything, every circumstance and situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, continue to make your specific requests known to God. And the peace of God, the peace which reassures the heart, that peace which transcends all understanding, that peace which stands guard over your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus is yours. You're listening to Isaiah 61. My name is Pastor Solomon Akwaka. We are talking about excellence and how we can think 
and become like God. Excellent. We'll be right back. Yes, he is. He is Put it in your spirit. Let's release it in the atmosphere. Everybody to Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Salvation and glory. Salvation and glory. Honor and power, everybody. Honor and power. Unto the Lord our God. That's it. Make it a song for your heart to sing. Spirit of the Lord Church is a multi-ethnic, multi-generational church impacting North Minneapolis and the greater Twin Cities. Emphasizing the four pillars of godly thinking, training up godly children, godly marriages, and outreach to the community. Spirit of the Lord has quickly become a staple to some of the people who need God the most. As they focus on Jesus Christ, grace and truth bind them together to become God's best. Join them for service every Sunday morning at 1030 at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. Spirit of the Lord Church, a proud sponsor of Isaiah 61. Hi, I'm Don Crow. Join me this weekend for The Christian Outlook. We cover everything from the Bible and theology to politics and the persecuted church, all the stuff that matters each and every week. Hear from newsmakers, Christian leaders, voices you can trust. Join me on The Christian Outlook. Listen to The Christian Outlook every Saturday night at 7 on AM 980 The Mission, the Twin Cities Christian Voice. To Isaiah 61. This is Pastor Solomon Aquaka with Spirit of Lord Church here on Isaiah 61, and we're continuing the subject excellence, how we can think excellent to become like God. Now, so we went on a break from Philippians 4, read from verse 4 through 7, and um, verse 8 says, Finally, believers, whatever is true. Whatever is honorable and worthy of respect, whatever is right and confirmed by God's word, whatever is pure and wholesome, whatever is lovely and brings peace, whatever is admirable, admirable and of good repute. If there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, Think continually on these things. That is, center your mind on them and implant them in your heart. Oh, wow. This this is deep. We can feast on this word all year. Okay. Whatever is true. A lot of us are focused on and, and we actually amplify, you know, theories, strange theories that are baseless. We are we become heretic in in that vein and and that is not reflective of truth. So Paul is saying that finally believers or brethren, fellow people who believe in Christ, act like Christ on this earth. And that's how you do that. Focus on truth. Whatever is true. So what you heard about that person, the other person, is that true? Do you know if it's true? Hmm. I'll pause there for him. Whatever is true. 
Truth is not based on perception or our worldview and how we interpret. No. Truth is based on God's word. So what God has said about me, what God has said about you, is what we should echo. When someone errs, the reason why the church is so judgmental these days is because we act like we are the judge and jury in every situation and we can determine the fate of others. No, it's God who does that. So Jesus, even in his, in his time on this earth, he admonished us to only fear the one who can destroy both the body and the soul in hell. So, <laughs> whatsoever is true, it's God's truth about my life. It's God's truth about my, my walk on this earth. It's God's truth about you. It's God's truth about your family. It's God's truth about your future that you grasp, that you take a hold of, that you pursue. So if someone says that, you, you know, you have all these flaws, tell them that I'm in pursuit of what God has said about my life. Yes, I, 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 I erred, I made a mistake, but the mistake does not define me. The truth of God's word is what defines me. Then we go to whatever is honorable and worthy of respect. Man, whatever is honorable, what is that honorable and worthy of respect? We have to change our diction, our, our vocabulary, our, our, our phrases, our conversations. They have to be seasoned with salt. Our conversations have to build each other up. Have to display respect. Respect. Even when you are disrespected, you respect that's that's what Jesus taught. When someone slaps you on the left, you turn the other cheek. Meet disrespect with respect. It's not about getting even. When you get even, that is retribution or that that is vengeance. And God said that vengeance is mine. So how many times do we take the place of God or try to take the place of God? Let him say that you're a fool. But in the end, that you triumph, because Jesus wasn't wasn't someone who who should have taken all that he took on the way to to the cross. No, but he did it. And look at what happened. God exalted his name above every other name. Now, finally, um, f f last part of verse. Verse 8, it says that whatever is right and confirmed by God's word. That means God's word is the final authority by and the basis on which we make our decisions and draw conclusions. It's not what we 
think it's not what has been handed down to us traditionally. It's not what has been known in the church circles over the years. It's not what has been preached to us all these years that may be flawed, but yet we say it because it seems to line up with God's word, but it doesn't. God, for example, God does not give and take. Job was the one that said that God gives and takes because Job was in a condition where that is how he comforted himself. But the Bible says that the gift and the call of God are without repentance. God doesn't take. He gives and he gives liberally. Now, this is getting interesting, but because of time, we're going to we're going to continue on the next uh, on the next episode of Isaiah 61. And we'll dive deeper into the conversation on how we can think and become like God. Thinking excellence, thinking excellence. This is your host, Pastor Solomon Aquaka, and I'm glad that you joined us. Now, tune in again next week as we continue this conversation. And I pray that you are blessed. I pray that you're increased in every way. And God gives you the capacity to speak whatever is true, to focus on whatever is honorable and worthy of respect, and also to reflect His image everywhere you go by being consistent. God bless you. We'll see you next week. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.